Good morning, everyone. <laughs> I had some. I had some. I need to put something on my stream deck that just allows me to unmute everything rather than going through and just unticking stuff. Because why would I do that and add myself more steps uh, for me to be able to go live? But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the scoop this morning on Thursday, the twenty eighth of October. Where has this year gone? I hope that we're doing okay, ladies and gentlemen. I'm loving the chat this morning already. Tito's in here nice and early. Ads is in here nice and early. Lake's in here is nice and early. Tez Bad's in here nice and early. How we all doing with the ish emotes? Let's go emotes. And oh, hello, getting it in nice and early. How are we all doing, ladies and gentlemen? This is the UK's number one video game podcast even if we do say so ourselves. We go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m.-ish. It's 11, it's 10 past 11. Again, this Thank is a side gig. Cream. This is not, oh, something just happened. Did we get a host? I think we might have got a host. <laughs> I appreciate whoever it was that just done that. Uh, I'm guessing it's either Ads or Vern. They love to do that in the morning. It's Vern. Thank you very much. Appreciate that, mate. It's just come through. I just loaded up my chat bot now, as I always tend to forget to do that. Um, but yes, this, we go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m.-ish. Again, it's 10 past 11 this morning. Again, this is a side gig. Um, it's not something that we do as our full-time jobs. It is just something that we do on the side because... We like to speak to you guys in the morning. We like to stream. We like to talk about video games. And it seems clear that you guys do too. As this is uh, now a show that's had over 100,000 streams, download, clicks, whatever else can be in there as well. Ads again with the host. Appreciate that, buddy. Um, but over 100,000 of you guys have watched an episode, streamed or downloaded it over the last two years. So again, we very much appreciate that. It is actually over 105,000, but 105 doesn't look that good on a, on a graphic, does it? 100 plus looks so much better. And obviously when you want to market yourselves, you want to try and do it as well as you possibly can. So again, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How did we all get last night? How, how did we all do last night? Um, it, I, I didn't, I didn't watch any of your stream last night, Vernon. I do apologise for that. I do like to lurk in there, especially when I'm watching City get beat by West Ham for the first time in five years in the League Cup. Um, it's not bad, really, is it? Five years and we haven't lost a game. It, it was bound to end sometime and the most informed team, I think, in the Premier League, barring Liverpool in West Ham, it was bound to happen to those. So congratulations to those for moving on. But I didn't watch any of your stream last night, Vern, but I understand. I understand that you ended up needing four out of five victories and you ended up getting it for foot champs. Congratulations, mate. Uh, you are in the Chip Foot Champs on Sun Super Sunday, I think it is. So, yeah, congratulations on that one. I don't know if my shout-out is going to work. I don't think it ever does. Um, is it failed to send the message? Failed to send the message. It doesn't work in that. That's annoying because considering I, the chat bot is for this channel and it won't let me do it. I'll have to do it in the chat over on this side. Did it work? Yes, it did. Fantastic. Uh, so yeah, congratulations. Enjoy foot champs this weekend. I have actually got some div rival stuff uh, that I'm going to open on tonight's stream. But yes, Graham did stream on this channel last night and he had to, he streamed PUBG until about half past 12 last night. So that's a good five hours worth of PUBG content along with the legend that is Lotus and the rest of the PUBG guys that Graham likes to knock about with. And um, we'll be live again tonight, continuing our late night streams um, with some FIFA. Me playing FIFA and then that obviously will continue over the weekend as well as I go live on Sunday with Visage Visage 
Vizage. I don't I don't know how to pronounce it. Graham doesn't either, so we're just making it up as we go along. As Mrs. Bibby will be joining me on that one um, as we go through and play some horror games. It's Halloween. Why would we not do that? Usually it's Resident Evil that I end up playing over the Halloween period, but we've done them to death over on this channel. It's time to mix it up and play a game that I haven't played before so that the jump scares are real for both of us. I do need to buy a splitter today, actually. A splitter cable. That's something that I'll order from Amazon so that we can both hear the music and stuff like that at the same time. But anyway, that's beside the point. That's Sunday stream. Graham goes live at 10 a.m. ish on Saturday as he continues his PUBG playthrough. I don't know if he's got anyone penciled in to be able to play that with, so that may be something that one of you guys may want to get involved with. I don't know. I'm sure Lotus, uh, Hamish, um, whoever else that plays with him on a regular basis. I don't know. If he's off stream and he plays with you guys, I genuinely have no idea who he plays with. It's definitely not me. I am not touching PUBG for a while because it sends me under because I'm so shit at it. Anyway... Vern's in the chat. He says, yeah, I'm real seals, pal. I'm not sure how I did it. Lake says, I've been playing NHL 22 squad battles like crazy. FIFA 22, he only used for career manager. That's something I do want to get involved with. I don't know whether or not I'm going to... I am going to do a career mode. I think I'm going to do an ICU one, but I need to speak to Graham about that one as well, whether or not he wants to try and jump in that or it's something that I do as a solo project. But NHL, mate, I haven't played an NHL game for years and I was fully invested in them on the 360 era. And I think I had the first one on ps4 as well was it 2015 and i played the shit out of that as well but i just it's just one of them games uh, i know the rules of it it's not like basketball when i've been playing nba on this and i'm terrible at it i don't know what i'm doing i don't know the buttons don't really know the rules again if it's not nba jam not really my bag um but i've tried my best with nba and i can't get to grips with it i'm guessing it's one of them ones that i just got a super steep learning curve because i know nothing about the sport but nhl i kind of know pretty much all of the rules i know how the game plays and stuff like that so realistically i probably shouldn't be trying to play that game recently uh parsec it i can't with that i can't with parsec on the basis of i haven't got it on pc i've got it on ps5 you can't pass it on PS5. It will just have to be a remote play share thing. Um, and whether or not RP, uh, consoles and internet can handle that at the same time as streaming it, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. I hope it's something that we can do anyway. Versus, I've not played an NHL game, uh, game since the Mega Drive days. I may... They were the best. That's what got me into NHL in the first place, which is why I kind of know the rules because I played those so much as a child. Um, I was just, I, I still am like sports mad about most things. I just any other the any of the other American sports I don't really know. Like I understand baseball is like our rounders. It's just like much more much more scaled version and I, I imagine it'll probably piss a lot of our american audience off by saying that but if you don't know what rounders is it's basically just baseball um apart from i think well baseball they do over heart i mean this is the biggest difference obviously they do over over arm serving pitching uh, whereas in rounders we tend to do underarm <laughs> so yeah um but yeah i think games like that i was fully invested in so just sports mad as a kid and then Again, this is a complete tangent. It's not video games related at all. But we had this conversation yesterday. Um, one of the... Her, her grandson is only young and he knows everything about the football. Everything about the football. Everything about football, like managers, players, what nationality they are, like where the youth academy is coming. And I, I was... I, it, essentially, I was like that as a child. And I think that changed around 2007, 2008. I would have been 17 and 18 at the time. You can probably guess why that things like that changed. But like I knew everything about everything. Anything to do with football, you could have given me any kind of trivia and I would have got it. 
then after that it just kind of like i kind of only know the bigger leagues and nowadays my, my my leagues are like three leagues that's it that's all i know like, i couldn't tell you half the managers are who in charge over in spain it's it's just one of them things and i've got better things to do with my time than just play football games and play football manager and read all the news and get involved with all these forums and stuff like that times have changed i ain't got time for that shit but anyway that's beside the point gary clark comes in says blades of steel was a classic hockey game i don't think i ever played that I'm fairly certain I just played the the licensed stuff. Yeah, not Coleman. For, not Coleman. Yeah, he got sacked last night, didn't he? Oh, again, not not nothing to do with video games at all. But is it nice to see? I mean, you guys are probably Fabrizio through and through. It's nice to see him getting called out because I've not liked the fella for about two. I still follow the guy because he's he's my source of is is my source of football news. But the thing that I called out about him. And everybody else has as well. He makes he makes content to be first, and there's nothing wrong with that. As as a content creator, he is one of the best at very at doing that kind of stuff. But the fact that he's been caught out doing what I said he was doing, and people was telling me that I was lying, is fantastic. I mean, it, it was kind of blatantly obvious for anyone who was kind of in this in this social media world. Record as much content as you can, and then when one of the eventualities come come true, you just upload that one and delete the rest. Like, he's had Ollie out in his drafts probably for about a month, and he's recorded that video probably a month ago, but the fact that he's put it all in his YouTube channel and li listed it all, and then when the news eventually breaks, he goes, boop, 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 boop. I was in the note as per my sources, and everyone kind of eats that stuff up. I fucking hate that stuff. I love the fact that people do reactionary stuff, but for someone to get sacked and two seconds later then release a video, it's highly suspicious. It's highly suspicious. And I'm glad that this has kind of come out now because it... It, it, it just rubs me the wrong way. It rubs me the wrong way. It's the same as the people who do the betting stuff and they will bet on every single outcome or they'll give an outcome on something and then delete their tweets afterwards so it kind of looks like they're doing these bet builders for £22,000 and stuff like that. Like Vern said, throw enough shit at something and it eventually sticks. Absolutely. I mentioned this during the Ronaldo transfer and I was like, Ronaldo's not coming to City, but he's going to have all these different eventualities of Ronaldo goes to Chelsea, Ronaldo goes to City, Ronaldo goes to back to United, Ronaldo goes to Arsenal, Ronaldo goes to AC Milan, Ronaldo, like all these different players. He'll have all of these scheduled out in his drafts and then when something happens, boom, there you go. I was the first one to know about it. That kind of stuff rubs me the wrong way because it gives you the impression that someone is in the know when actually they may not be. And Arms mentioned it yesterday that he is very good at be being the first, but he's actually not. It's just because he's got enough clout that he perceives. Anyway, it feels like I'm it feels like I'm slandering the guy, which to an extent I am because if I dislike the way that he goes about stuff, I have every right to be able to call about call him out about it. But anyway, anyway, I thought the SPF title race was over. Did uh, did Rangers lose last night? I vaguely remember, because I follow a lot of Rangers and Celtic fans, and I don't really know what's going on. I wasn't really paying attention to my phone yesterday because I was watching Bibi get Bibi? I was watching uh, City get slapped. Uh, he just makes one of them in the guy's nose, makes a bunch of different uh, outcomes. Exactly, yeah. I mean, I, he won't be the only person that does that. He just wants to be the first, and he's a very reputable guy in that respect. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I've just got every right to disagree with him, as everybody else has. Everyone, you guys have got a right to disagree with me, and we've 
We've been through that many times. Oh shit! I've been. To, I've just had timed ads out by by. I've just timed ads out for no reason whatsoever and by purely accident because he's he, <laughs> he commented <laughs> he wrote something as I was clicking on something so it flashed up. I apologise. You should be okay to speak again now, ads. I'm just trying to silence you. Um, you shock a bit. I know. <laughs> I just tried to click on something on the screen and and timed him out for a second. I apologise. Uh, it says in Raf being a Celtic fan, doesn't it? To be fair. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, you've come here for video game news, and that is exactly what I'm going to deliver you this morning. Um, we do like to do some talky stuff before we go live because this is a conversation. Again, this is this this idea of us giving you video game news was born out of us giving content in the morning. We didn't know what the content wanted to be, but we just wanted a morning show, and that's exactly what we've ended up giving you over the last two years. It's something for us to be able to communicate with you guys have a nice little forum in the morning obviously you guys who can't join us in the morning have been downloading the podcast and listening to us uh, as and as and when you can at your own leisure um and this is this is kind of what we wanted to do so i'm just going to flip this on here because i don't actually know if i actually put the news on the screen this morning i don't think i have um which is uh, amazing because i tend to do this quite a lot uh google chrome is that the one maybe no, that's not it. Is it Google Home there? There we go. Yeah, there we go. Managed to get it. We've done it. It's okay. Uh, studio mode off. Bump. And then we go over to the news. Hopefully this will work. And it just so loaded. It didn't even have a transition. Don't worry about it. It'll just flick onto your screen. No worries. Um, my PC is whirring this morning. I do think I need to get in there and clean it out a little bit. It has been a while since I've done that. And it is sounding like it's struggling and chugging a little bit. So that's something that I'm going to do this week. And I'm going to take the PC apart and clean it out. Anyway, that's none of your business. Uh, <clears throat> first news article written over at Eurogamer by Tom Phillips states that everything in tonight's PlayStation State of Play now. I've got a confession to make. I didn't watch it. I completely forgot about it until last night when I seen people's fallout of it. So this is all new to me as well, <laughs> which is nice to know. Um, but anyway... Missed out on the latest PlayStation State of Play showcase? Yes, I have. The 20-minute broadcast has now concluded, and we've got everything wrapped up for you below. Tonight kicked off with a bizarre-looking TV game show, Murder em Up. Like Squid Games meets a prisoner, you can forge weapons, play with melee guns, or, uh, and it, sorry, melee guns. It's called Death Verse, and it's coming spring 2022 to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. So this is the game. This is what it's... See, I can't even play the music on it because I don't know if it's got anything on it. Any copyright stuff. So we'll just have to watch this together and I'll talk over the top of it. As I take a sip of my brew. I've just seen Gary in the chat says, uh, you were the lucky one, Bib. It was dull as fuck. Uh, Tito says, I don't think you missed much. Most of the comments related to people saying it could have been an email. You see, we set the expectations of this earlier this week. And again, I don't want to feel like I'm beating a drum here, but this was a 20-minute showcase, right? of third-party games. They've already talked about them not showing anything uh, anything that you probably was going to be interested in. That's already been said. This was already forecast. We have already explained this earlier in the week. This was a 20-minute showcase. I mean, this doesn't look good, good to be fair. Um, so I'm going to skip that one. This was a 20-minute showcase of games that are going to be coming out and like an advert for the Christmas period. This is all this was. So I understand that people are frustrated probably because they wanted to see something completely different. Uh, they wanted to probably see, I don't know, something of a God of War, or the new God of War, or I don't know. I don't know what expectations people have because what I tried to set them for everybody else before they even come into this. And I knew full well that when this show aired, people were going to fucking hate this. 
And I don't understand how the expectations were so high for something like this when the set expectations were already set by Sony themselves. But anyway, I digress. We'll move on to the next one. It says, We Are, we are OFK is a biographical game about a band of the same name with the dialogue choices and flirting. Over five episodes, you get to see the story of how the band formed, play through five songs. It's also coming to PS4 and PlayStation 5 in 2022. Oh, let's, uh... So this is definitely going to have some DMCA stuff unless it's all stuff written for it. I, we're probably not going to be able to see much of this. It looks, it doesn't look like a baby game by any stretch of the imagination either. Um, so we'll skip on to that one. Bug Snacks is getting an update where you wear hats and other things. It's called Bug Snacks, the Isle of Big Snacks, and it's added bigger snacks. <laughs> the option to redecorate your home and those aforementioned hats. It comes to PS4 and PS5. You know what? This is a Freeman's, by the way. If you already have this game, this is a nice little freebie for you. Um, so you'll be able to go in and get that one. Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach is still a thing, and it's coming out. Everyone knows what Five Nights at Freddy is at this point, so I don't nearly need to play this, and it's coming on December 16th. Um, the highly acclaimed Death Store is coming to PS4 and PS5 on the 23rd of November, and if you pre-ordered, uh, sorry, and if you pre-order, you get the Titan Souls for free. What is Titan Souls? Oh my God, I've definitely just clicked off that. Is this the pre? It was Titan Souls, the prequel to it. It's something that's already been out. I don't necessarily know, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, but yeah, this this looks more like a Bibby game, if I'm being honest. This looks, if you could have this in a co op environment, it looks a bit Hadesy, doesn't it? If anyone's been playing that one. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks cool. Don't know if it's anybody else's kind of bag, but it is what it is. Uh, Kart Rider Drift is coming to PS4 in 2022 and looks like a Mario Kart game, but for Mega Man. Now, this is probably something that we're, that, that that may have piqued people's interest. Again, I haven't really taken uh, consensus of people's timelines of this show. I don't really know what they uh, what they made of it, apart from the fact that a lot of people didn't really like it but this this game in particular i mean i love kart racing games i can't i can't kart racing games are fantastic did anyone play beach buggy racing that was a brilliant game it just didn't have any online co-op uh, sorry online races i think this could be that kind of vibe as well um i, I imagine it's going to be a hell of a lot better than coffin dodgers that came out this is cool. I love a kart racing game. So this hopefully will have some sort of like campaign um, where you can unlock new stuff like new helmets and new characters and have different races in different places and stuff like that. Who doesn't love a kart racing game? So that looks like it could be editor's collection. Hopefully that won't be a full, a full, um, a full price game. You're looking at probably 25 to 30 quid with that one. Uh, Kingdom Fighters 15 beta test has been announced for PS4 and PS5. Uh, what dates for you to try the game next month? So anyone who's interested in new Kingdom Fighters, you've got one of those coming out. First Class Trouble is an online social deduction game where you play as a regular person or a person. It's coming to PS4 and PS5 on the 2nd of November. All at launch via PlayStation Plus. Okay, so... So is this like the this is kind of an Among Us type game, isn't it? A social deduction game, yeah. So it's kind of like an Among Us storyline based game. So every uh, every time you play it, it's just like one level, and there'll always be one winner, and then you start again. You don't really need to know much. I mean, that's that's all I'm getting from this. Again, I can't play any of the music for it or any of the trailer information. We're just getting what we're seeing so far. So this this strikes me as kind of like an Among Us, but we in three D and with 
proper graphics on a PS5. So that if you're into those type of games, I imagine that might be something to be, for you to be able to look out for. It doesn't look like a game that would be looking at potentially 55 to 60 quid. It doesn't strike me as that kind of game. Uh, as the show drew to a close, we were treated to the reveal of a new Star Ocean game from Triace. Uh, nice surprise. Oh, my God. So there's an advert for GoDaddy there. Uh, it's called Star Ocean, The Divine Force, and it's coming to PS4 and PS5 in 2022. It's nice to see that a lot of these games were being backwards compatible, so they're coming out on both gen consoles. I didn't, I thought they may have tried to move away from this for now, so it's nice to see that they're already still supporting uh, new and old gen consoles. Did, has anyone ever played any of Star Ocean games before? I've actually got two of them, and I've never played them, which is a nice little bit of trivia for you there. Um, they, they do look like baby games. I've just never got round to them. Like, it it seems like a it seems like a big slog, and I don't think I've got the time to be able to play stuff like this at this moment in time in my life. And I probably will never do once Baby Boy Baby arrives in January. Sorry, I've just swigging my brew there. Um, so yeah, a new Star Ocean game. I don't know if anyone's ever played any of these before. Uh, but anyway, it looks like the show rounded off and tonight's grand finale was an extended look at Little Devil Inside, a long-awaited arty adventure where you can travel overworld via train, car, and on foot. Meet creepy characters and complete quests. It caught our eye during Sony's... Uh, make sure that's muted. Sony's E3 2020 show, but it has been around much longer and at one point was coming to Wii U. There's still no really a firm release date, but a vague 2020 launch uh, window for the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 again. It looks like something. This is a five-minute trail. This is a doozy. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop this into the chat for you guys that obviously don't want to watch this if you watched it last night and hated it. Uh, but for you guys that haven't seen it, a load of the trailers there for you. This is the kind of art style that I would actually like to play. The Devil Inside. This looks like a Mark, Mark Bamba game if ever I'd seen one. He loves these type of games. Um, so very interesting. Again, the show, it probably didn't speak to me that much, but my expectations wasn't that high with it. It genuinely wasn't, and that started really just being an elitist snob. But my expectations were set, so I didn't go into this thinking that it was going to be life-changing. Um... Going back through the chat then. Uh, Lake says, I didn't have an option to watch it, but after I saw our opinions about it online, I just scrapped it and uh, the idea I wanted to watch it all. Gary says, thing is, it didn't need to be a state of play, your opinion. If this was an internet direct and Xbox showcase, people would be slaughtering them left, right and centre. I agree with that on the basis of people are fucking idiots. And if they don't see something first party or if they don't see something that speaks to them or they get an extended look at a game that they want, they will slaughter it regardless. There were people who would have been slagging off the Xbox conferences earlier this year or the last PlayStation um, conference two months ago. There would have been people slagging that off because they didn't see something. That, they might have been wanting something like Devil May Cry 6 being announced and they didn't get it, so therefore it was a 2 out of 10 when realistically that show was an absolute banger so expectations for me and i tried to set expectations for people in the chat as well who watched this show were never going to be high there was already the concert uh, the consensus that this show was going to be an advert of third party games for the for the christmas period this was just going to be billboard games. We even set the fact that there would have been, at some point during this, it was only 20 minutes, and there was 10 games being shown here. So there would have been a, probably, a again, I, haven't, I didn't watch the show in time. I bet you at some point during this, there was a conveyor belt. And when I say that, they would have shown three or four games back-to-back -back in a 30-second burst to try and give more time to the other stuff that they wanted to show off. Maybe like Little Devil Inside, which may have got a good four-minute runtime maybe so expectations of this for a 20 minute show for third party games leading up to christmas was never going to be a banger that's what the expectations was that we set earlier this week and last week 
And it's to, to no surprise whatsoever that people were slagging it off. And that's not me defending Sony because I'm a Sony fanboy. I mean, you can potentially look at it like that. But essentially, I, I think it feels like I'm in the minority when it comes to this stuff, that when you look at things from an outside perspective and you're looking at all the facts about it, you knew it was going to be 20 minutes, you knew it was going to be the run-up to Christmas, and you knew it was going to be third-party stuff. I didn't think we were going to... We thought maybe they might have put something in there about Call of Duty, because why not? Because Call of Duty, for the, the what's the, for the players, uh, PlayStation plays first, all that stuff. I thought we might have seen some Call of Duty Vanguard. That's obviously wrong. But I didn't think we were going to see first-party stuff. I didn't think we were going to be seeing some of the big hitters. I didn't think we were going to see anything from Saints Row. I didn't think we were going to see any of that kind of stuff. It was always going to be this type of shit. But anyway, again, I digress. I digress, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't look like a, the world's worst show, if I'm being honest. I've, we've definitely seen worse this year, 110%. And I imagine this would have catered to a lot of people. Probably a lot of people might have said that it was a 6 or a 7. It wasn't shit. A lot of games got announced, and there were some good games being shown in this. It probably just wasn't the kind of games that you would probably want to add to your list of must-plays, and I think that's the difference. There's okay games that you may pick up when it becomes on sale, but there isn't must-play games day ones. That's my vibe from these games. Like Kingdom of Fighters, King of Fighters, that will obviously be a massive for the fighting game community. Cat Rider Drift, definitely a stocking filler that you probably get for your kid or if you are a massive kart racing fan. Death Store, might have been the pick of the bunch. Five Nights at Freddy's, everyone kind of knows what that is. Bug Snacks, DLC for it. Nice little bit of a Freeman's coming later on, uh, sorry, earlier next year for you to be able to pick up if you already own the game. Um, Death First, Let It Die, not really my type of vibe. So there is definitely in there, there's at least one game for every genre in there and I think that ticks a lot of boxes. But anyway... I don't need to preach to you guys. You get the vibe. You get the vibe. Uh, one second. It feels like I've been needing to sniff up for ages, but I haven't got a cold. What is that about? Um, but anyway. Anyway, anyway. Another piece of news that broke this week that we covered, which was a bit... We didn't really know how to take it, but it looks like now we have started to get visuals for it. The first image of Warner Brothers Smash-style fighter appears to have leaked. I don't know why my transition's not working there. Who cocaine that may? <laughs> Shh, don't tell anyone. Um, I don't know why my transition isn't working for that. That's very bizarre. But anyway, the first image of Warner Brothers Smash Brothers-style fighter appears to have leaked. The character select screen seemingly confirms that some of the game's fighters. The first image of Warner Brothers... We've just literally just read that. Earlier this week, it was claimed that Warner Brothers is making a new fighting game characters from its various IPs. And now an image allegedly showing the game's characters screen has now leaked. If genuine, it confirms the multiverse's roster and will include characters from the likes of Steven Universe, Adventure Time, Rick and Marty, alongside Batman, Harley Quinn, Superman, Wonder Woman, um, Gandalf, and... Bugs Bunny. Um, Y'all thought I was lying, huh? Warner Brothers Multiverse. Ah, media not displayed. Has it been canned? Oh, no, here we go. Uh, <clears throat> let's bring this up on screen. You'll probably find out now that I blocked most of yous or at least muted some of yous. That's a joke, by the way. Or is it? Or is it true? Uh, so I'm going to lose my mind. Let's bring this up on screen. And... And... And Jesus, this is. I think the internet's running like a bag of shit. Anyway, my biggest issue was what the art style was going to be. Like you've got games like, um, 
Injustice, that's the, that's the game I'm looking for. That's really dark, gritty, realistic looking. You kind of knew that it was going to be something like this. When you're including characters like Shaggy, like Rick and Morty, like Bugs Bunny, like Tom and Jerry, you kind of knew that it was going to be this type of style. And I'm glad they've gone with it because this is uh, this is obviously a fighting game for the kids. I say with gritted teeth. Uh, well, I'd say saying this looks awful. I think, I mean, this is this is a good idea of what it's probably going to look like right here, right here on the side of the screen that you can't see. Um, let's bring, let me click this and bring it up. There you go. Pow. This is the kind of art style that I thought it was going to be. Uh, Shaggy looks disgusted. <laughs> so yeah, this is the kind of shit that I thought we'd end up seeing, which I'm glad about to be fair, because I thought if they tried to make it look realistic, it would look horrendous. But this is the kind of stuff that you'd come to expect from a game that is trying to emulate Smash Brothers. That's trying to emulate the Nintendo All-Stars Smash game that they brought out not long ago. Um, but yeah. That's, uh, I mean, we've already read this stuff. We kind of don't need to go on this. It's just copy and paste stuff from the article this week. But this is this is the first look at what the characters potentially will look like. We don't know if this screenshot is actually real or it's just something that's been manufactured and sent around the internet. We don't know. We'll, I suppose we'll wait and find out. But this is the, I'm vibing with this. I am vibing with this. I need to know more about it. I need to know if there's going to be a campaign-ish style game, if it's going to have a million and one different fighters. Will there be DLC packs? Well, is it, basically, is it going to be a full-on smash clone where it's going to be the funko pops of fighting games because that'll be amazing the art style is what you expected it to be Garrett. exactly yeah i didn't think it was going to be dark and gritty they've already done that with injustice and i don't think it would have suited i don't think it would have suited it i genuinely don't i think this is the perfect art style for it i want to see how fast it is i want to see uh i want to see the animations of the characters as they're fighting i want i want to see what people are going to be holding as their weapons if they do have any or if it's just going to be full-on melee like this will be cool like his bat is batman going to be throwing out his batarang is uh superman going to be firing the laser beams out of his eyes is gandalf going to have his uh staff like what we what we're going to see from this what are we looking at is is rick and marty are they going to have the ray guns and shit like that this is all stuff that we need to find out more about so i'm definitely i'm definitely all in for this i just need to see more from it because i think it will be a very cool concept that is my cat trying to get out, so I'll go and let her out when I bring up the name's new, the new news story, which we're going to fly straight into now. This is a game that we streamed on Sunday. Myself, Spike, MC Fixer, and Shogun Ash all streamed this game on Sunday. We had an absolute blast. It seems to be going bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's going to get better and better. And, get. and fun fact, no one's actually completed it on Nightmare yet, which shows how difficult this game is and the grind that you have to do to get all the cards, to get all the packs, to get all the deck sorted out for you to be able to take the best cards into the game yes ladies and gentlemen i'm talking about back for blood i don't know why that transition is not working on just the news which is bizarre um, but we'll figure that out afterwards anyway vg vg247 says back for blood has attracted over six million players turtle rock studios has announced its co-op undead shooter has over six million players just two weeks after launch this has been written by don pepia again over at vg247 it says if you need another example as to why xbox game passes a boom for publishers and developers look no further than turtle rock's new co-op shooter back for blood in the two weeks since launch the game has attracted over six million plus players no mean feat in the busy season eh uh this developer sorry the developer made the announcement via the official back for blood twitter account yesterday in which they thank the cleaners that have jumped into the 
game so far for their hard work in eradicating the massing undead. We knew the game was going to be a hit before it even came out. The title managed to attract over 100,000 players in its beta and became one of Steam's most actively played games in just a few hours. Given the game's highest concurrent player count on the Steam has been 65,987, with 32,000 players still playing the game on PC at the time of this writing, it stands to reason that a large portion of the players in that 6 million figure quoted in the tweet has come via xbox the game some uh, sorry despite some gamers irritations with the way that the game disabled progression if you're playing in a single player there's a lot to love about the game one such thing being that the way that the developer lets everyone play the dlc even if the party uh, sorry even only if the party leader owns it it remains to be seen whether or not the game will continue to retain these player numbers or whether interest will drop off as other game launches in the busy holiday season for now though it's worth celebrating the fact that the spiritual successor to left for dead still found much of an audience in 2021 Check out the Back for Blood review if you're still undecided whether or not to pick up or catch up our Back for Blood tips if you're getting ready to go back to fight the Ridden. Ladies and gentlemen, who has played this game? Hands up in the chat because it is an absolute banger. So I just take another swig of my brew there. It's difficult to drink and host a podcast when you're the only one. Usually, me and Graham will alternate who's drinking what as you start to answer and ask the questions. But anyway, um, this is a fantastic game. I'll bring my face back up on the screen for the boys. Hey, good morning. But yeah, this is an absolute banger of a game. I adore, I genuinely adore this game. It is, and I loved Left 4 Dead. And this is everything that Left 4 Dead had and more. A lot of people will probably disagree with that. And probably it's probably the people who have probably put so many more hours into Left 4 Dead than I did. But as a game, as a co-op experience, I had an absolute blast on Sunday playing this with the boys. I'm sure they did too. None of them told me that they fucking hated playing with me and they'll never play with me again. So I'll take that as a massive dub. But in terms of Back for Blood and its demand, yes, I agree. I was pro I was the person that convinced Spike to cancel his pre-order for the game because it was available on Game Pass and he didn't realise that. So they probably lost 45 to 50 quid off me there. I apologise. But if you're giving the game away for free, in xbox game pass it'll be rude not to be able to go in there because he might have hated it i mean he played the beta with us but he could have gotten this and go actually do you know what this isn't the game that i thought it was going to be i don't really care the the nice thing was as i was playing through this game is the stuff that we played through in the beta that we completed three or four runs there was extra stuff in there there was like extra missions put in there was all the cutscenes that you didn't have in the beta so it's like playing the game again for the first time this is an absolute fantastic game. If you have Game Pass, please go ahead and give it a whirl. We will be doing more community nights on this where we'll need, where me and myself will definitely need three of you if Graham's jumping in. We'll need two of you to be able to come and play this game with us because, again, this is definitely a, a game worth playing. Um, we've got one more news story for you today. It's, it's, it's not surprising. It's genuinely not surprising. Again, I called this one out last week. I didn't think it was going to be as bad as it's what has been made out here. I haven't. I haven't downloaded it and played any of these myself yet, uh, but you can't guess what it is just yet. Yeah, the transition. I don't know why it's just not working on this particular scene change, but anyway. Nintendo 64 games on the Nintendo Switch are not up to sniff. Uh, fans call out the company to fix terrible emulation quality. This has been written over at Omar Shakir over at The Verge, uh, and they state that Monday evening, Nintendo released the latest features bundled into the Nintendo Switch online subscription, Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis games via an expansion pack. As soon as the players get a chance to throw down another $30 on top of their $20 year subscription, they immediately took to Twitter to share the disdain and less than ideal emulation quality. In particular, a fascinating set of images posted to Twitter speedrunners 
as a ZFG1, comparing the Water Temple on a Nintendo 64, Wii Virtual Console, and the Switch was a hot topic today. The Switch version was noticeably, noticeably, noticeably lacking fog, revealing terrible-looking textures that represent water. I launched in Mario 64, Star Fox 64, Zelda Ocarina Time for a quick test. Input speed of Mario 64 and Star Fox 64 seemed okay, but Zelda had a noticeable input lag movement portable mode. While the gyms, well, while the images of the missing fog for the tweet started the wildfire of disappointments towards Nintendo, games producer Ron, uh, sorry, John Risenbach, Risenbash, has posted to Twitter to show the fog freeze looking much more akin to the Japanese version of Ocarina of Time. This likely won't matter to the people who have already news articles and make up their minds about this, but the last screenshot is how the Japanese Ocarina's water has always looked, he said. Risenbach. Uh, would later delete the tweet after ZFG1 confirmed that the two images were, in fact, both Japanese versions of the game running on the Wii U and Switch, respectfully, whilst both versions quite look quite similar, which, to say, not great. A six-year-old Wii U still release runs uh, smoother than the Switch versions released today. The Nintendo library is among the deepest and most often revisited in the gaming industry, and fans tend to crawl the comprehensive comparisons of ports from the original release down to the scan lines of old CRT TVs. Efforts bringing the purest form of retro games exists as a business model for companies such as Analog, Eon Gaming, and Mr where there are options to play classic games in different resolutions on modern displays. It would seem enough demand to play the perfect nostalgic experience that Nintendo should do more often due to fine-tune each game, perhaps even release different versions of the game, via, uh, sorry, different region versions of games for a new Nintendo generation to discover. Perhaps a world without virtual consoles or game subscription services would be better for fans being able to buy collections from various game publishers. I think Mega Man Collection, uh, collection uh, Mega Man Legacy Collection enables a, a higher level of nostalgia fan services by bundling multiple games, arts, and maybe even some fine-tuned emulation. Although perhaps it doesn't always work out. To Nintendo's credit, though, half of the nostalgic experiences of playing classic games on the controller you use. Nintendo released versions of the Nintendo and Super Nintendo controllers starting in 2018, and now Nintendo 64 and Sega. Genesis controllers are offered, although currently sold out. The Nintendo Switch Online, we don't need to go through that stuff. So, I don't know if anyone in the chat has actually done this uh, and subscribed to this. It was definitely a uh, it was a point of interest for me to be able to go in and play these games again. But playing Nintendo 64 games on your Nintendo Switch is going to be a difficult task because you are lacking buttons. Um, which is kind of a bummer there isn't enough buttons on the face to be able to use all of this it makes no sense without using this switch controller without using nintendo 64 control and how you would get one of those when they are currently sold out is kind of beyond me um but yeah it's a it's a very i, I don't want to say it's a difficult sell because it genuinely wasn't at the time it's just at this moment in time how do you sell something like this when the, when your games aren't running particularly well like you've got nintendo you've got mario 64 which there is better versions out there but it's just the convenience of offering. Uh, so it's the convenience of having it in your library that you can play at any given point is what people probably wanted in the first place. And being able to play a subscription and having all of these games at your disposal to play at any given time, that's where the value is. And it's not being met, unfortunately. 
And it says he cancelled his sub as it's terrible. Ad says fuck Nintendo. Uh, Jordan says trust uh, trust Nintendo half-assed feature like normal. Such a shit company. Kalin uh, Eco, uh, how is it going? How are you? Uh, Ad says my homebrew versions of the Switch is much better. Um, Enix says by the way, Guardians of the Galaxy is forty-three on Boss Deals and eBay, one of games of the years for you. It is amazing. And Tina says why are Nintendo so behind the times when it comes to online? Uh, this isn't a bad idea. It's just horrendously implemented. Do you know what? Bang, nail on the head. I absolutely agree with this. It's difficult to see how they've managed to butcher this so much, um, given that they own these games and it's in their collection already. They have... Re they just re they released last year a Mario collection of games. Now, obviously, they are games to be running better on your Nintendo Switch and not part of a Nintendo, uh, an N64 collection, but would they have been better just adding those versions that Braun brought out on the Switch last year into that collection so they played better i don't know but then people will complain that this isn't the version that i played 20 years ago so the the cat they are in a rock and a hard place i just think that they've not done their due diligence and probably done as well as they probably could have sent these out and i'm saying probably a lot because i don't understand the ins and outs of it and it would be rude to assume that any of us do and why they've ended up butchering this so much so me using probably is kind of like a buffer <laughs> um but yeah, I've, I, they, they, this will change. This will genuinely change over the next, I don't know, three months. We'll look at this again in January, at the end of January, to see whether or not they've actually been able to progress and make this seem a lot better. Like I've seen Jordan today. Um, this sounds like I'm calling you out, Jordan, but genuinely not. You mentioned this morning about xCloud running a lot better than it was. It's because surely they're tweaking stuff all the time in the background and making it so that you have less button delay and things like that. So for a service that's only just come out, it's people are bound to criticise it, especially if they're pay, paying money for it. Like you've cancelled your subscription for it, that's money that they are losing. So it would be stupid of them not to go back in and keep on fine-tuning and tweaking this stuff as we go along. So I think the first point that we can probably say if it's going to be worth it is probably the end of January, early February. So they'll have a good four months to be able to go in, tinkle with stuff, get it right so that everybody is on the same page and maybe people's uh, views of it may change once they're able to get this into their hands and they'll have the opportunity to be able to play with a Nintendo 64 controller. Because without that, these games are going to suck. Like they will genuinely suck because there isn't enough buttons on your controller to be able to have to be able to play this correctly in the first place. So the I've heard the button mapping is terrible, uh, which isn't surprising by any stretch of the imagination to me. Um, so yeah, I think probably at the end of uh, at the end of January, early February is the first time that we're going to be able to have a look at this and go. Actually, it's probably worth the money now, um, which is a shame because for the first four months, your first quarter of stuff like this coming out should be the first time where people are going shit. This is worth my money rather than coming back in four months' time and hoping that the people who give it a try the first time come back and try it again for the second time. It would probably be a good idea for them to be able to I don't know trial it out again for people who subscribed in the first place that have already cancelled their subs because it's such a bad service just to try and bring them back in and then potentially take the money afterwards i don't know i'm not their marketing team that's just something i would probably put on the table uh, to try and please everyone involved because the likelihood that someone like jordan is going to go back in and pay it is high it's high he's a nintendo guy it, it, well he loves playing nintendo games and playing games like this there's a reason why he subbed in the first place so the chance of him going back and getting it is quite high the average consumer Maybe not. Maybe maybe someone... I don't think people necessarily bought Nintendo Switch for this, but the people who bought it hated it, who haven't probably played that many games over the last 20 years but wanted to go back and play these for the first time. 
Is it their thirty but thirty dollars that they're going to lose? Probably, and that's a lot of money to lose because the regardless of us being in this little bubble, we are classed as the hardcore gamers. The casual gamers eclipse us by a landslide, by an absolute landslide. I'm talking about people who are playing mobile games that are playing Nintendo Switch games that aren't necessarily putting two hundred and fifty hours into playing the latest and greatest, but they were putting two hundred and fifty hours across many different games. Like we're talking about the casual consumer, not talking about the hardcore guys that are spending eight hours a day, who our opinion is inferior. Uh, sorry, uh, not inferior. Uh, what's the what's the alter, what's the what's the alternative? What's the over the other word for inferior, what's the better word? Anyway, our opinion is nothing compared to the genuine consensus because that's where the money is. That's just that, that's it. Regardless of what we think and what we feel about this, about uh, hardcore gamers, we are a drop in the ocean. So they'll go after those monies instead. So yeah, that's essentially what I'm trying to say. Japanese company launches something an awful unfinished day. Familiar, can't think of why though. I can't either, to be perfectly honest with you. I don't know. But anyway, I feel like this is a nice way to be able to end the show. Usually we'll have to end on something that's quite, you know, uplifting or whatever. But that's tomorrow's show when you get to find out what games are going to be available for you for the next week or so. But I think among, uh, amongst the sleep, superior. Well done, Gaz. Well done. Well done, mate, because that completely has skipped my mind. Um... But Among the Sleep, I think, is still the free game this week on Epic. If you haven't got that yet, go ahead and get it. You will fill your pants quicker than any game you've probably played before. Go ahead, go in, have a look at it, see if you like it. But we'll obviously that'll change tomorrow, um, and we'll be the first to let you know of that. But that is it, guys, for this time being. Yeah, I mean, we've done before 12 o'clock. We're usually just going live now. But anyway, we will be back tonight at around about half past six it may even be a little bit earlier who knows uh, but we're live tonight about half past six with some more fifa frenzy this thursday evening um yeah that's that's pretty much it this is a bit that Graham would usually do and i'd come in and say that's four scoops down we have one more left to go so if you want to help shape the the last show of the week there's two ways that you can do that first of all you find us on social media it is at ice cream uploads across all major social media profiles or get involved with our discord if you're watching this in any of our on-demand services go into the description below all the links that you require will be listed there for you uh, but all we need from you is the url plus your thoughts and opinions we will then give you our thoughts and impressions on the very next show which will be out tomorrow 10 a.m it will just be me again um graham is uh on holiday he's he's going he's, he's got going out for the day so it'll just be me again as we give you the dollop tomorrow uh, 10 a.m ish i'm not too sure yet um obviously work comes first but guys again we'll be going live again tonight around our half past six if you're into fifa and you're into good times join us we'll be having tunes some maybe some foot maybe some volta who knows but until then guys it's been an absolute pleasure to be able to give you this show this morning and as always I want you to stay frosty.